This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. And welcome, everybody, to Fan Stream Sports, powered by DSP Media. This is the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz, and I'm your host, Rob Fedoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on X at P. Fedoff. This is episode 113 of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. This will be the Clemson preview. But first things first, head over to our website at fanstreamsports.com. For all additional podcast information, if you have an Apple device or an Android device, please feel free to download the FanStream Sports app and then head over to our Facebook page. Like that page, additional content out there as well. Please feel free to share that with your friends and family. Clemson preview. Notre Dame comes in ranked currently number 12 in the polls. They are currently 7-2. This game will be at Clemson, who's currently 4-4. Four four. This will be televised on ABC at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. We initially thought this would probably be a prime time game. This was one of those big three opponents we thought initially during the season where it would be Ohio State, USC, Clemson. Obviously, Ohio State was a big-time opponent. USC, not so much. Decent offense, but not a great defense. They lost to Utah after we annihilated them uh, the week prior. And then Clemson just came off a loss to NC State. They're currently 4-4. Four and four. Uh, And to tell you the truth, I'm starting to think the big three were, was actually – back to back to back with Ohio State at home, then at Duke, which we barely won, and then that debacle at Louisville the week after that. Uh, it's still to be determined whether those are truly the three big opponents in Ohio State, Duke, and Louisville. But once the season's over, we'll kind of go over the schedule to uh, kind of a, make an analysis of who, le- who truly were or who truly was our big opponents throughout the year. Uh, Clemson, I know they're four and four, and I know they're reeling right now. Dabo Sweeney, he just went off on a uh, caller on the radio yesterday. Someone that was just saying, you're getting paid $11 million. This team is awful right now. What are you going to do about it? And he kind of took offense to that. I can see some of that, but yeah, you, you got to hold yourself accountable because pretty much since Trevor Lawrence left and Travis Etienne, those two players really made that team better than what it was in my opinion. Uh, now, granted, they did in Trevor's first season, they did have a great defense. They had great receivers also, but pretty much his sophomore season, junior season, pretty much him and Travis Etienne, to me, kind of hid, um, to me, the guys in the trenches. They really didn't have a great offensive line, average at best. Their defense, still solid, but not as good as what it was. What I'm trying to get at, they don't have the quarterback like they did last time. And even the, their, their running back, quality quality player and heavily recruited by Notre Dame, but it's not Travis Etienne, at least not yet. So let's just go into um, first things first, though. Mitchell Evans, our talented tight end, he's out for the season. He tore his ACL during the pit game. He had, uh, let's see here, he he led the team. He still leads the team. I keep harping on that. A tight end should not lead your team in receiving, but he does. 29 receptions, 422 yards, and one TD. He's gone for the year, so we have to have some guys step up, even though we're pretty, we're still fairly deep at tight end, but uh, they're not Mitchell Evans caliber. So Holden Stace, who had a great game against NC State, he's kind of 
uh, I don't want to say disappeared since then, but not the quality game like he had at NC State. He's got 12 receptions, 163 yards, but he does lead the team in touchdown receptions with four TDs. Eli Raritan, he was hurt to start the season. He just came back three weeks ago, and he does not have a catch yet. And then Cooper Flanagan, the true freshman, he had a 19-yard touchdown pass this past week against Pitt from Steve Angeli. So before we get into the overall stats, because it's kind of telling, there's not too much difference besides wins and losses between Notre Dame and Clemson. So Sam Harmon, obviously, he's the leading passer, 2,126 yards, 18 touchdowns to five interceptions. Now, their quarterback, some say Klubnik, some say Klubnik. I'm going to say Klubnik. Cade Klubnik, he was actually a five-star recruit, I believe, but it hasn't worked out that way so far. He's got 1,947 yards, and he's got 13 touchdowns to five interceptions. So same interceptions as Sam Hartman, but five less TDs. Aldrich Estime, he's leading our leading rusher. He has been all year, 901 yards and 12 TDs. Will Shipley, you've probably heard of that name. He's a junior now. He was heavily recruited by Notre Dame, and they really wanted Will Shipley. He ended up going to Clemson. He's got 1,000, or no, I'm sorry, 515 yards for three TDs. We ended up not getting Will Shipley, but we ended up getting Audric Estime during that recruiting class. And then also Logan Diggs, who has since transferred to LSU to be with Brian Kelly. Uh, since we do not have Mitchell Evans now, the leading receiver is Chris Tyree. God forbid, if we can get the leading receiver, or um, how can I say this? Uh, or Yeah, our leading receiver would be actually receiver. God forbid that actually happens since Mitchell Evans is now out. Hopefully that is the case, but it is currently now with Chris Tyree, 19 receptions, 417 yards, and three TDs. And like I said before, I feel awful for Mitchell Evans right now, but if anything for this injury, this now forces, one, the other tight ends to step up, and then two, we actually start getting these wide receivers more involved in this offense because we have to do that. If we want to win these next three games, and if we do – then it's the New Year's Six Bowl, and then win that game for the first time in 30 years. Uh, their leading receiver is Bo Collins, 30 receptions, 408 yards for two TDs. Now for the general stats. This is what's telling right now. It's pretty even. Uh, total yards, Notre Dame averages 427, Clemson 416. Passing, 263 Notre Dame, 259 Clemson. Yards rushing, 164 Notre Dame. 157 for Clemson. So offensively, we're pretty much in the same boat. Not great offenses, but they get the at least to get the job done. Notre Dame, that is. I should say Clemson, not so much with their four and four record. Yards allowed defensively. This is the strong suit for Clemson. They're still, despite not having the talent level like they've had in the past when they competed for national titles and making it to the playoffs, their defense is still pretty solid. This is one of the best defenses that Notre Dame will face throughout the season. Yards allowed, Notre Dame 279, Clemson 266. Passing yards allowed, 158 Notre Dame, 167 Clemson, fairly similar. And then rushing, rushing yards allowed, 120 Notre Dame, 99 Clemson. They only allowed 99 yards rushing for this season. So that's why I'm saying, even though this is a 4-4 four four team, Clemson's reeling. Their coach is all pissed off at their fans right now, at least the one fan that called into that radio show. I think that was on like Monday night. But Clemson, they have nothing to lose for the, during this game. It's a home crowd. They, they're going to give Notre Dame everything they can handle, but Notre Dame has to weather that storm. But I still think this is going to be a slugfest. And to tell you the truth, 
what Notre Dame has to do first is it, the crowd's going to be in the game and maybe Clemson makes some plays here and there. Weather the storm. Don't let that crowd get to you. If they play, if Notre Dame plays their game where they keep tackling a lot better than they've had the past couple weeks, that was a big issue when they started the season. The tackling was horrible despite the great defense that Notre Dame has. Uh, keep tackling better, playing excellent defense like they've had, and somehow get this offense in, involved. I know they're not going to go up and down the field against this Clemson team, uh, especially their, their defense, because it's still a pretty solid defense. But weather the storm, uh, tackle better. Looking at my notes here, do not give Clemson any hope. That's the thing. If you start, if they make a play here and there, they're going to start playing loose, nothing to lose. You know they'll play that initially on, but if they if they become successful, then I, I think Clemson's really just going to let it let it fly, and then Notre Dame could be in trouble. What if I'm Marcus Freeman this week? I'm telling his players now. We're not going to have another Louisville right now. That shit's that shit's out the door right now. We're not going to have that anymore. This is an away game. We laid an A against Louisville. Clemson's four and four right now. Cease upon that opportunity where we don't give them any hope to actually think that they can win this game after the let's say after the first quarter or after halftime. We do not let what happened at Louisville happen again. That, that ain't going to happen again. No way, no how. This does not happen. We're more talented than Clemson. I know it's on the road, but we have to impose our will against Clemson. That term is used a lot, but we have a better offense than them. They have a great defense, but frankly put it, we got a better defense than them as well. If Notre Dame plays their game, I, I think we win by more than one possession. Having said that, though, I have not seen Notre Dame on the road um, look very stellar this year. NC State, yes, in the second half. I'm still worried about that Louisville game. But this is a big test for Marcus Freeman to not let what happened at Louisville three weeks ago happen again. And the players, too, that's got to be still in the back of their minds to say, hey, let's say Clemson makes a couple plays to start the game. They're up seven to nothing or 14 to nothing right away. Then doubt creeps into them again to say, hey, here we go again. It's another debacle like Louisville. We cannot let that happen again. Do not let them give any life. Having said that, though, you I've always said this, you got to show me. And I, I think Notre Dame makes just enough plays to win this game, but I think it's going to be more Clemson losing this game than more than Notre Dame winning it. I hate to say it that way, but the thing is, if it's a win, it's a win. But I'm going to predict well, – let me just get – I want to kind of back up that point here because the reason I'm saying this, where Clemson's going to more or less lose this game and not so much Notre Dame win the game. So they lost, they got killed by Duke. At, even though that game seemed a little bit closer than it was, they started out, they lost to Duke 28 to 7. And then they won to, uh, they beat Charleston Southern 66 to 17, big deal. Then they beat uh, Florida Atlantic 48 to 14. I will give them this, though. They they almost beat Florida State. Granted, it, it was at home, and they were actually on the one yard line, and I believe they fumbled the ball, and they would have taken the lead on that play early in the fourth quarter, I believe. They lost to uh, Florida State, who's currently ranked fourth and undefeated. In overtime, 31 to 24. Then they won at Syracuse, 31 to 14. They barely beat uh, Wake at Clemson, 17 to 12. Then they lose on the road to Miami, 28 to 20. And NC State, 24 to 17. They lose as well on the road. I know they're at home, Clemson, but I just think it, it's kind of one of those years. They're four and four. I know they're, they still have quality athletes on the team. I mentioned that before. They're still very talented. They got a great coach. 
but I just feel this is one of those years where, where they just they're just going to find a way to lose. Go back to Notre Dame 2009. That was Charlie Weiss's last year. They started the year pretty decent, six and two. Then they lose to Navy. And then each week, I think they ended up losing to, what was it maybe UConn or Syracuse? Each week, they just found a way to lose. Even if they were up by two touchdowns, you just knew as a fan in the back of your mind. And you got to think even that the players are thinking the same thing, that they were going to lose regardless. And I think that's the same thing with Clemson. I'm not going to say they're going to lose all their games the rest of the year, but I think with a quality opponent like Notre Dame, with the solid defense that we have, an offense that just does enough recently, and hopefully the offense improves this week, we shall see. It's a tough test with this Clemson defense. I think Clemson just finds a way to lose this game. I think it's going to go down right to the wire where Clemson may be driving and then they have a turnover or just some sort of bad play that sets them back into a fourth and 20-something. And then Notre Dame, obviously, hopefully they don't uh, do what they did against Ohio State and let them convert those fourth downs or third and longs. But I think it's a dogfight. I hope it is not a dogfight. But because Notre Dame has not looked the best on the road this year, and they still have to prove themselves to me that they, even though Clemson's not the, the quality opponent they are, it's still a tough test to win at Clemson is what I'm trying to say. I think it's a dogfight. Clemson just does not do enough at the end. They more or less lose it, and Notre Dame doesn't actually win it, but I'll take this win. I want to say Notre Dame 17, Clemson 16. I repeat, Notre Dame 17, Clemson 16. This will be a dogfight. But we win this game. We still have uh, keep our hopes alive for a New Year's Six Bowl and then go from there. I'm just trying to think if there's anything I missed here. But, yeah, that's the big thing for me. Marcus Freeman has got to preach we're not going to have another Louisville right now. We're not putting up with that crap. I'm telling you right now, us coaches are going to coach better. We're going to have you prepared better. And you're going to play a hell of a lot better, too. It cannot happen again. But having said that, I still think it's a slugfest. And uh, Clemson just cannot make it the plays at the end to win this game. Notre Dame 17, Clemson 16. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 113 of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. And as always, go Irish. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.